Wickedness is real. Oppression is real. But more real is our victory. For this is the victory that overcomes the world, even our faith. God has commissioned Dr. David Oyedebo, the presiding bishop of Winners Chapel International, to preach the word of faith, liberating men everywhere from all oppression of the devil. Get set for an empowerment that will enable you to rule in the midst of your enemies and subdue them under your feet. Hallelujah. You are clapping for Jesus. You can make it better. Make it louder to the glory of God. Hallelujah. It is my new dawn era. What eyes have not seen, nor ears heard, shall be the order of the day in your life this year. Glory to Jesus. Now I deeply want to appreciate God who has granted us this privilege to be here. And also not to forget to appreciate my father in faith, God's servant, Bishop David Uedipo, who has appointed us and um, sent us here on a mission. And I know that behind everyone sent, the spirit of the sender is always backing him up. We are not here on our own. We are sent. And I believe that we are sent here because of one person. And that person is you. I say that person is you. In the name of Jesus. And I also deeply want to appreciate God's servant, the person of the first vice president, Bishop David Abui and um, the executive secretaries, the foreign mission president. I deeply want to appreciate all our leadership and everyone that has brought us here or assigned us here for this special assignment. And I know for the few period of time we'll be here, God will change somebody's levels. Somebody's destiny is taking a new turn. If that looks like you, let your amen be the loudest. Glory to Jesus. And also, please bear with me. I want to deeply appreciate God's servant, Pastor Kola. Glory to Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. He's been a very close friend to me. I think we met in Goshen two years ago. And um, 16th of February made us two years we met. And he's been a very good friend. He's been a very good friend. Glory to Jesus. My prayer is that wherever God is taking him to for the next assignment, he will succeed. He will excel. In the name of Jesus. He's a man I celebrate. I celebrate God's grace on his life. I celebrate God's grace on his life. Very principled. Very straight to the point. May God continually embrace him. He's not physically here with us because he has to resume in his place of assignment. But the family is here with us. Glory to God. Hallelujah. The families are here. So let's quickly receive them. We're going to pray for them. Can we have the children, are the children around? Please let's quickly get the children as we celebrate Jesus for them. Please put your hands together for... Hallelujah. Keep clapping, keep clapping, keep clapping, keep clapping, keep clapping, keep clapping. Glory Hallelujah. In the highest amen. Please bring the baby. Glory be to Jesus in the highest amen. And for his mercies and your grace. 
Hallelujah. Behind every man, there is a great woman. And no doubt, this woman of God has stood behind our pastor over the years. Not just here in Durban, over the years. And the grace has kept them going. That same grace will keep taking them forward. Now, I would like us to stretch forth our hands. I believe, I believe. I don't need to ask you. Pastor has been a blessing to us in one way or the other. Now, this is an opportunity for you to pray for him. And for you to pray for the family. Please stretch forth your hands and pray for them from the depth of your heart. Pray for them from the depth of your heart. God has a special assignment for them. Pray for grace. Pray for strength. Pray for divine guidance, safety and security. Pray that the glory of God will continually rest on them. The presence of God will always abide with them. Pray, 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 pray. Are you sure you are praying for your pastor? Thank you, faithful Father. In Jesus' precious name, we have prayed. Father, we thank you for this blessed family. Thank you for the life of your servant, Pastor Kola. And thank you for the precious family that you've given to him. Lord, let your grace remain with them. Let your strength keep them. Let your mighty hand preserve them. Their next assignment shall be far greater than what you use them to do here. In the name of Jesus. Where God is taking you to shall be your new dawn era. God is ushering you into your strange order of blessings. A place that will flow with milk and honey for you. In the name of Jesus. With love and with joy, we pronounce this family blessed. The grace upon our father, Bishop David, we always rest on this family. We decree it and so shall it be. In Jesus' precious name. God bless you. Congratulations, ma. God bless you. Congratulations. Let's celebrate Jesus for them. Celebrate Jesus. Celebrate Jesus. Celebrate Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. Now, I know that God's servant, our outgoing resident pastor, has been a blessing to us in one way or the other. Is that not so? He's been a blessing to us. He has imparted our lives, both spiritually, physically, and I believe some people financially. Glory to God. So, it's our duty and our responsibility to, in turn, be a blessing to him in a season like this. Glory to Jesus. Don't worry, just save all the tears. All the tears you would have cried. Turn it into an envelope. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Put the tears in an envelope. Package it in an envelope. You know, some people cry to pretend that they don't know you are going. Pastor, you are going. Yes, he's going. Put it in an envelope. Glory to Jesus. And I believe before the week runs out, God's servant will be with us, maybe to tidy up one or two things. But the wife is available. The wife is still here with us. So please be a blessing to them as a church. And God will honor you in return. In the name of Jesus. Now lift up those two hands. Give God thanks. Say, Lord, we celebrate you. Lord, we appreciate you. Lord, we appreciate you. You are great. Yes, you are. Holy one. Lift up those two hands. Let's just worship him. You walked upon the sea. You raised the dead. You reign in majesty. Reign in majesty. Mighty Everything written, everything written about you. Let's sing it one more time. 
Rolando Rondo Gobo, if Rolando Rondo Gobo, if Rolando Rondo Gobo, Rialadaba Yadaba, Yabarada Ganaba, Yabarada Ganaba, Yaprofoto Social and the Gedebo, Lerialo Sabra Lataya Baladaba. Lift up those two hands to heaven this morning. I can feel God's presence so strong here this morning. Lift up those two hands. The power of God is here. Ah, I can tell you, I can tell you, I can tell you, I can tell you. The power of God is so strong here this morning, so strong here this morning, so strong here this morning. Rada la da ya bra 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 la da ya I hear God say, I am about to put an end to your shame and reproach. I am about to put an end to your mockeries. In the name of Jesus. Father, glorify yourself. Send your word with power. Send your word with grace. Let our lives be transformed by the entrance of your word. Thank you, faithful Father. In Jesus' precious name. Put those blessed hands together for the Lord and please be seated. Hallelujah. Amen. Glory to Jesus. Glory to Jesus. Amen. I welcome you to this prophetic entrance service. And it's a special service where God has vowed to restore every marital destiny. It's a marital breakthrough service. And I'd like you to be very sensitive and very attentive this morning. Because something is about to happen in your life for good. Something that you will live to remember all the days of your life. In the precious name of Jesus. Glory to God. The prophetic focus is God's plan for me is in his book. God's plan for me is where? In his book. Say it with me. God's plan for me is in his book. Glory to Jesus. Are you aware that God has plans for your life? God has plans for your life. There is no destiny. There is no life on planet earth that has not been programmed by God. No matter how you came. Somebody said, my mom told me that I was an accidental discharge. <laughs> he said, they were not planning to have me. I just came. I told him, thank God you are here. Thank God you are here. No matter how you came, God had you in mind. And he had something about you in mind. You will fulfill it. I said you will fulfill it. You will not disappoint God. You will not disappoint destiny. And can I tell you this? Are you aware that there are lives that are tied to you? There are souls that are tied to your destiny. That is why you must not fail destiny. If you fail in life, there are people that will suffer. Are you aware of that? If you don't make it in life, there are people that will die before their time. 
Why? Because those lives are divinely connected to you. So that is why it is very important that you locate God's plans for your life. This month, I would like you to be very sensitive. And please never miss any of the services this month because they are in series. So where we stop this week, we'll continue from there. So don't miss any of the services. And I see God unveil things to us in the name of Jesus. For this morning, we'll be focusing on assessing God's plan for your life from his book. Assessing God's plan for your life from his book. Glory to Jesus. There are two types of books in life. There is the book of life and there is the book of death. These are the two major classes of books. And if we narrow it down, there are physical or natural books. And then there is a spiritual book. And that spiritual book is the word of God. Where your destiny lies is in the world. Your beauty in life as a believer is in the world. Your glorious and enviable destiny is in the world. If you don't have this as your guide, you are going nowhere. Glory to Jesus. So I would like you to be very, very sensitive and attentive this month. It's a very crucial month. Because whenever we are talking about God's plans for your life, that is the whole essence of humanity. Until you understand his plans for your life, you can never be successful in life. Because your success is tied to his plan. Glory to Jesus. The man that manufactured this mic had a purpose in mind. Yes or yes? He had something in mind for manufacturing this mic. That is how God had you in mind before he created you. My prayer for you, this year, you will not miss his plan for your life. Many are stranded because they are the ones leading themselves. Many are frustrated because they are the ones guiding themselves. Your protection, your safety, and your security is in his word. So wisdom demands that you settle down with the world. This month is not a month of traveling everywhere, running and just getting unnecessarily busy. It's a month to sit down with God's word and locate his plans for your life. When things are not working the way it ought to work, don't stop blaming people. Stop accusing people. Ask yourself, what is God's plan for my life? Several years back, I sat myself down because after graduation from school, I was looking for a job everywhere. Everywhere. No job. No job. It became so frustrating. It got to a point, I've so much submitted CVs that when I'm coming towards any company, as soon as the gate men see me, they'll say, no vacancy, no vacancy. <laughs> no, they don't need to even see the... They just tell me, no vacancy. Glory to God. I was frustrated until I came in contact with a word like this. That God has a plan for your life. Please, can I tell you this? Stop running around. Find out what his intentions are for you. Stop going about. Find out what his plans are for you. Can I tell you this? If you can locate God's plans for your life, an end comes to your struggles. Nothing puts an end to man's frustration like divine revelation. The moment you locate God's plans, God's original intention for your life, you stop struggling. And I pray for someone here, you will stop struggling. An end has come to all your struggles. If you believe it, let your amen be the loudest. Now, I would like you to turn your Bibles with me to Isaiah chapter 29. Very powerful scripture. 
Isaiah 29, we'll read verse 11 and 12. Isaiah 29, glory to Jesus. Verse 11, it says, And the vision of all is become unto you as the words of a book that is what? That is sealed. Which men deliver to one that is learned, saying, Read this, I pray thee. And he said, I cannot, for it is what? It is sealed. We are going somewhere. The next verse, And the book is delivered to him that is not learned, saying, Read this, I pray thee. And he said, I am what? I am not learned. So, your glorious destiny is not a function of your qualification. Fulfilling destiny is not a function of your academic achievement. The reason why many people are stranded in life is because they have tied themselves, tied their destiny to their certificate. Don't limit yourself to your certificates. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Certificate is good, but don't tie your life to it. Because they gave a man that was learned, he could not interpret it. They gave a man that was highly, I mean highly educated, yet he could not discover God's plans for his life. The reason, it was sealed. Hear this or write this down. Behind every book, there is a seal. Behind every book, there is a seal. Including the Bible. Including, have you seen people, they read the Bible and they don't get anything from it. They open the Bible. And Jesus went to Galilee. Galilee, Galilee. What is Galilee? Galilee. Okay, he went. He went to Galilee. And saw a blind man. Blind man. Blind man. He was blind. Who made him blind? Blind. Okay, he was blind. Nothing. No revelation. No depth. Behind every book, there is a seal. And until the seal is taken off, you can't assess God's plans for your life. Including the Bible. The Bible has a seal. So don't just pick the Bible and start reading. Ask the Lord to remove every seal covering your eyes from seeing his paths and his plans for your life. There are textbooks that have seals. That is why students read but don't understand. They read very studious but they can't comprehend it. Why? Because the seal has not been taken. So when you pick up a textbook to read, Lord, I lift this book before you. Remove every seal. Let the seal be broken. Are you aware that there are certificates that are sealed? There are certificates, credentials that are sealed. Until you unseal it, you keep applying and they tell you no vacancy. You keep applying and submitting and submitting and they deny you promotion. Why? Because there is a seal. Ah, I pray for somebody this morning. Every seal over your life, every seal over your destiny, they are broken in the name of Jesus. I said they are broken in the name of Jesus. There are CVs that need to be unsealed. CVs. Have you not seen professional CVs? But yet, they are not calling them for job. Why? Because there is a seal covering it. Turn your Bibles to Revelations. Glory to God. Revelations chapter 5. Revelations chapter 5. Let's see verse 1. Revelations 5 and verse 1. He said, And I saw in the right hand of him that sat on the throne a book written within and on the backside, sealed with what? With seven seals. Not just one seal, seven seals. Seven seals. 
That is why there are people that have been studying, but yet there is no proof. Why? Maybe one seal has been taken off, but there is still many six. Maybe two has been removed, but there is still many five. Whatever seal blocking you from locating God's plans for your life, in this service, they shall be shattered. I said they shall be shattered in the name of Jesus. Glory to God. Can I tell you this? It is your personal responsibility to discover his plan for your life. It's your personal responsibility. It's not the responsibility of God. It is your personal responsibility. Turn your Bibles to Luke chapter 4. Luke chapter 4. Let's consider from verse 16 to 20. Luke 4, 16 to 20. Every man must be responsible enough to locate God's plans for their life. Are we there? Luke chapter 4 from verse 16. And he came to Nazareth where he had been brought up. And as his custom was, he went into the synagogue on the Sabbath day and stood up for to read. Verse 17. And there was delivered unto him. Say with me the book. A book was delivered to him. The book of the prophet Esaias. That's Isaiah. And when he had opened the book, he found the place where it was written. Something was written concerning him. Are you aware that there is something that has been written concerning you? There is something God has written concerning your life and destiny. In this service, you will assess it. I said in this service, you will locate it. If that looks like you, let your amen be the loudest. And then the next verse, studio. Glory to Jesus. The next verse. He said, then the spirit of the Lord is upon me. Because, what happened? He had anointed me to preach the good, the gospel to the poor. That's to say, a poor man does not need money. What he needs is the gospel. Have you seen it? To preach the gospel to the poor. He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted. To preach deliverance to the captives. And recovering of sight to the blind. To set at liberty them that are bruised. Now see verse 19. He said, to preach the acceptable year of the Lord. And what happened in verse 20? Glory to God. He said, and he did what? He closed the book. He closed the book. He opened it initially in verse 16. Read and discovered what was written concerning him. And then he closed it. So if you must discover what has been written concerning you, you too must go and open the book. There are believers who don't have time to study. And yet they are praying for breakthrough. There are Christians who don't have time to pray. They don't have time. They only read Bible. They don't study Bible. Glory to God. Many Christians only read Bible. And that's when they are on their way out. Psalm 23. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. They are already locking their doors. Make me to lie down in green pasture. And they are on their way out. Glory. If you must discover his plans for your life, open the book. Tell your neighbor, open the book. There is something about you that is in the world. There is something. May you find it this month. Concerning your finance, something has been written. Concerning your health, something has been written. Concerning your marital destiny, something has been written. May you assess it this month in the name of Jesus. That amen is not born again. Please understand that the Bible is the custodian of God's vision. For every child of God. If you want to locate your vision in life. Go to the Bible. That is where everything about everyone. Is documented. 
Glory to Jesus. So if you must enjoy what God has reserved for you, then you must be a studious believer. Bible says, and Jesus opened the book and he read. If you are not a reader, you won't end up as a leader. If you are not a reader, you end up as a beggar. But that will not be your portion. I said that will not be your portion. In the name of Jesus. The word is the divine mirror that reveals our true picture in Christ. Number one, we said the word of God is the custodian of God's vision for every child of God. Number two, the word of God is a divine mirror that reveals our true picture in Christ. Glory to Jesus. Are you aware that this is not the real you? Your physical look is not the real you. The real you is your spirit man. The real you is your what? Your spirit man. That is why many people make a mistake by making, they, they put a lot of effort beautifying their physical look and neglecting the real man in them. This is not the real you. The real you is your spirit man. And so if you can spend time in building up your spirit man, this outer you will look glorious. Spend time in the world. That is what makes the real picture of you to be seen by all. Glory to God. Presently today, there is nowhere on planet earth that the name of God's servant Bishop David Yeripa will be mentioned and they will say they don't know him. Why? Because he has built his inner man and is now reflecting for the world to see. After this service, your word will hear of you. I said your word will hear of you. The word of God is a mirror. When you look at a mirror, what do you see? Eh? You see yourself, your own image. That's what you see. Not somebody else's image. Every time you look into God's word, the word of God is a mirror. Every time you read the word, see yourself in it. Let every blessing be attributed to your life. Lord, this is me you are talking about. See it as your own self. Don't see it. Some people, they push it to somebody and say, no, this one is not for me. It's for that brother. He needs to read it. <laughs> Glory to God. See it as though God is speaking to me. Stop judging yourself by natural mirror or physical mirror. That is not the real you. Are you aware there are people who are angry with their faces? They're angry because when they look at the mirror, what they see is not encouraging. <laughs> Glory to God. They're angry. Some are angry at their complexion. Some are even angry at their height. Glory to God. Their height. You know, there are some people that are very close to the ground. Uh, but you don't need to be discouraged because the Bible says, Lo, I am with you. <laughs> so, even on the ground there, God is still with you. <laughs> uh, glory to Jesus. Some are angry at their size. That's because you are judging yourself by the physical mirror. Stop judging yourself by physical mirror. Judge yourself in line with God's word. That is the right mirror to judge yourself with. Say this one, I'm just getting fat, fat. Be encouraged. The Bible says the righteous shall be fat and flourishing. <laughs> Glory to God. It shall be fat and flourishing. Or perhaps you are tiny. He said narrow is the way that leads to eternal life. <laughs> Glory to God. And so you, you will still make heaven. In short, those that are slim or tiny like us, we don't have problem entering heaven. I'm telling you the truth. When all these big, big, when they block the road, we just maneuver our way. <laughs> Glory to Jesus. Somebody's story is changing. And another major mistake many people make, they allow others to judge them. 
Your neighbor is not your mirror. Your mirror is the word of God. Don't allow any man condemn you. Don't allow any man talk you down. Don't allow anybody put pressure on you. No man has the right to judge you. Are you hearing what I'm saying? The only thing that is permitted to judge you is the word of God. That is the mirror. That's the mirror. Are you aware that naturally man will never tell you you are doing well? I walked with one pastor. <laughs> Glory to God. I walked with him. I did all my best. Did everything. And one day he called me. I did something very outstanding. Very outstanding. And then he called me. He's a senior pastor. You know, in this ministry, they won't tell you you are trying. He looked at me. He said, now your head is correct. <laughs> I went to my office. I said, ah, does it mean that my head was not correct all this while? <laughs> That's human being for you. They will never tell you well done. Rather, they will focus on your mistakes and your errors. Refuse to be judged by man. Refuse to see yourself based on what people tell you. I only see myself based on what the word of God says. Glory to Jesus. There are people who are sad today because they heard somebody say something about them. They are sad. Some have even left church. I pity you. I pity you. To leave church because of what somebody said, that is not your mirror. That person is not your mirror. The right mirror is the word of God. So when people say things about you, go back to the word and say, what does the word of God say concerning me? My prayer for you, may your eyes be open this season. I said, may your eyes be open this season. In the name of Jesus. Write this down. Your true look, your real identity can only be revealed from the world. Your real identity can only be revealed from the world. Anything outside the world is not you. So when people come and tell you, a lady said she went to the hospital and the doctor told her, one of our members, the doctor told her, she said she has fibroid. She stood up from the doctor's seat and looked at the doctor and said, doctor, chapter what verse what? And the man said, what do you mean? He said, chapter what verse what? He said, I have fibroid. He said, yes. He said, chapter what verse what? Is it in the Bible? As far as it's not in the Bible, it's not for me. She came back home and came to the office and said, sir, look at what the doctor said. I said, it's not for you. Good enough. You asked the doctor, chapter what verse what? In as much as it has no chapter, it has no verse, doesn't concern you. Therefore, I hide under grace this morning every negative medical report. I don't care what the doctors have said concerning you. I don't care what they have written concerning you. It is cancelled. It is cancelled. It is cancelled. In the name of Jesus. Glory to God. Let's move in the speed of light. We have limited time. Glory to Jesus. Glory to Jesus. So never depend on any man to tell you who you are. It's only those who don't know who they are that listen to what people say about them. Glory to God. Okay, it's just like now. Brother, please come. Come, sir. If you go to the hospital and the doctor tells you, what's your name, sir? Cletus. And they tell you, they say, Brother Cletus, you are pregnant. The doctor said, you are pregnant. Will you start crying? Eh? You are not pregnant. 
I mean, a test result showed that you are pregnant. <laughs> hey! So when they tell you that you are sick, it is not possible. He would accept it because it is not in his nature. Kala Duzaya. Hear this. Sickness is not in your nature. Poverty is not in your nature. Marital spell is not in your nature. In the name of Jesus. Please guess it, sir. It's not in his nature. But are you aware that there are Christians that will come back home and start crying? Hey, don't say I'm pregnant. <laughs> Glory to God. Not in his nature. Say with me, I refuse to be sick. Say with me, I cannot be poor. Glory to Jesus. Glory to Jesus. Something is breaking forth for somebody here. If that looks like you, let your amen be the loudest. Now, when you study the world, there are a few things you find. We'll just look at two because of time. What is in the world? What is in the world? Number one, you are redeemed to walk in dominion. When you study the word of God, there is one thing you discover is dominion. When you see a believer that is studious, check their life. They're always braggadocious. They walk with confidence. Glory to God. They walk with so much pride and dignity, not arrogance. There's no between pride and arrogance. They walk with some kind of consciousness. A, a brother who was working as a lab scientist went to the, the, the lab one day. He was late for work. So he ra- rushed into the work. Before they, they have a place where they drink water. They, they dilute the water, they put it through process and all that, put some chemicals and all that, before they finally come out with the water. And that's where the staffs, those in the lab, that's where they drink water from. So on this day, the brother came in very late. So he quickly rushed, he was, look, he was thirsty, so he rushed to where the water was, took a glass cup and took from the water and was sipping. And while he was sipping, his other colleagues shouted, chemical, chemical, raw chemical, raw chemical. The brother looked at the cup See, can't be chemical. It is water. They say it's raw chemical. What are you talking of? We are the one that put it there. We've not diluted it. It's raw chemical. The brother say it can't be what? Chemical. They tell you you are poor. Tell them I can't be what? I can't be poor. And then they took the, 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 the water from the, the, the can, went and tested it. Pure chemical. They took the one in his glass cup, tested it. Pure water. Why? He refused to accept what they say. The reason why you are going through what you are going through is because you accepted it. Say with me, I reject every evil news. Say louder, I reject every evil news. I reject every evil pronouncement. They tell you people don't get married in your family and you are crying. No, my case is different. That shall be somebody's experience. I said that shall be somebody's experience. So when you see a studious believer, they walk in dominion. They walk in authority. They walk with this consciousness that they are in charge. Glory to God. They walk with a kind of mindset. They don't think normal. In this world that we are in, it is abnormal to be normal. Are you hearing what I'm saying? It is what? Abnormal to be normal. Ah, In this wicked world, very abnormal to be normal. Glory to God. Very abnormal. Very, if you are behaving normal, 
Hey. You become a victim. But that shall not be you. I said that shall not be you. So walk with a consciousness of dominion. Walk with a consciousness of authority. I cannot be killed. Say with me, I cannot be killed. Therefore, every plan. I'm saying that you say it now. Your voice has reduced. Are you afraid? Say, I cannot be killed. Glory to Jesus. God's servant, Bishop David Edipo, was traveling with the wife. And then they, they, they were head to head, almost running into a bridge. And the wife was with him in the car. And mama was shouting, Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Papa said, no, once is enough, once. Jesus, that's it. That's it. I can't be involved in an accident. I can't be broke. I can't be cursed. Glory to Jesus. It is what you see from the world that gives you confidence. The reason why many are living in fear is because they've not located anything from the world. They've not. When you study God's word and you see who you truly are, it boosts your confidence. It boosts your ego. It gives you a sense. It puts you in a class. A class where you are far above principalities and powers. That shall be somebody's experience in the name of Jesus. I said that shall be somebody's experience in the name of Jesus. Glory to Jesus. Write down Ephesians chapter 2 from verse 5 to 6. Ephesians 2, 5 to 6. And Ephesians chapter 1 from verse 20 to 21. The word dominion means sovereign. It means supreme authority. It means sovereign. It means supreme authority. It means to be in power to govern. That's what it means. Dominion. It means to be in power to govern. To be in charge. Say with me, I'm in charge. Oh, say it as if you are not afraid of the devil. Many believers have been dominated by sickness, dominated by afflictions, dominated by satanic manipulations. Why? Because they don't have a true picture of who they are. I was watching a live testimony of a lady who had a swollen stomach. If you see her, you think she's pregnant. And she's been there for years. And the man of God was ministering to her. As soon as the man of God laid hands on her, she jumped out of the, the, the bed. And she was running around. Now, a few months later, they showed her. Her stomach was flat. The tummy was totally flat. So they called her for an interview. And they were asking her. They said, Madam, all these years that you were sick, what was it that encouraged you? Do you know what she said? I liked it. She said, I always knew that I am not the dying type. I always knew that I am not what? I am not the dying type. Say with me, I am not the dying type. Say louder, I am not the dying type. It is the word that you have in you that will help you. In the days of adversity, it is the word that is in you. Please settle down with God's word. Stop playing religion. Settle down with the word. Glory to Jesus. Settle down. When the devil came to tempt Jesus, Jesus didn't go to open Bible. He already had this stored up inside of him. And he was releasing it. He was releasing it. He was releasing it. Why? Because it was already his spirit man. Get yourself filled with gospel. There are too many empty believers in the church. Just making noise. I shall not be sick. I shall not be sick. It is not all about noise making. Get yourself stuffed up with the word. May God give you understanding. I said may God give you understanding. A man that is loaded with God's word is full of dominion. Full of confidence. Full of authority. Glory to Jesus. Full of power. 
everywhere he enters, there must always be signs. That shall be your experience after this service. In the name of Jesus. Are you aware there are people that are living in fear? Fear that they will be attacked. Even when they are praying, they are whispering to God, Father, in the name of Jesus. They are afraid so that the devil will not hear. <laughs> Glory to God. Fear! Fear. A brother said, Pastor, anytime I don't pray, I sleep well. But if I wake up at night to pray, ah. Is it that from that time I'll be getting attacks? Maybe there are people who have been experiencing that. It comes to an end today. <laughs> so he's not afraid to pray. He said, Pastor, if I don't pray, I'll be fine. I'll sleep well. But the day I make mistake, the reason why he was saying that because he came to me for some challenge and I gave him midnight prayer to go and do. He said, ah, Pastor, please, any other thing? <laughs> Maybe you give me anointing oil or blood. But midnight prayer, Pastor, if I pray now, that day, as I finish the prayer, attack starts. There are people that have been living under satanic torments. I hide under grace this morning. You are free. I said you are free. In the name of Jesus. Number two, what is in the world? When you study the world as a believer, what is the next thing you contact? Number one, number, number one we said you are redeemed to walk in dominion. Number two, you are redeemed to be a blessing and not a burden. You are redeemed to be a blessing and not a burden. Say with me, I'm a blessing. I'm not a burden. Oh, say confidently, I'm a blessing. I'm not a burden. You know what it means to be a burden? To be a load. You know what load is? To be a weight. If you are still depending on people, they start seeing you as a burden. You get to a certain point of your life where you should be independent. Yet, you are still relying on people to help you. You are still depending on people to pay your house rent. You are still depending on people to help you pay your school fees. You naturally become a burden. Say with me, I'm not a burden. I am a blessing. I am not a burden. What are you? I said, what are you? I said, what are you? Say confidently, what are you? One more time, what are you? I'm a blessing. I'm not a burden. I'm a blessing. I'm not a burden. Please get back home with that word in your consciousness. I'm a blessing. I'm not a burden. I'm a blessing. I'm not. It is shameful to be a burden. People will lose respect for you if they see you as a burden. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Imagine a pastor depending on members to feed. He will lose his respect. He will lose his respect. Imagine you are the eldest in your family. And yet it's your younger brother that is taking care of you. You think you still have respect? No respect. I'm a blessing. I'm not a body. God is bringing somebody from that life of lack and want. And turn you into a transgenerational blessing. In the name of Jesus. I'm a blessing. I'm not a body. Galatians chapter 3 from verse 13 to 14. And Genesis chapter 22 from verse 16 to 18. Galatians 3, 13 to 14. Glory to God. Galatians 3, 13 to 14. Studio, are we there? Galatians 3, 13 to 14. And also Genesis chapter 2, 22 from verse 16 to 18. It says, Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law. Being made a cause for us, for it is written... 
cursed is everyone that hangeth on the tree. You can never be cursed. Why? Because Christ has redeemed you from that cause. Say with me, I've been redeemed. Say confidently, I've been redeemed. Therefore, I am a blessing. I am not a burden. I am a blessing. I am not a burden. Glory to Jesus. If you are a burden, as a brother, nobody will agree to your proposal. You are still squatting with somebody and you want to get married. Glory to Jesus. When you propose to some sisters and they turn you down, it's not because of your face. It's your situation. <laughs> it's your situation. Glory to God. I am a blessing. I am not a body. Thank God for today's service, marital breakthrough service. There are sisters who are believing God for marriage. The reason is because they need somebody to help their family. You are a body. You are a body. You are looking for somebody that will take care of your mother's medical bill or pay your younger brother's school fee. You are already a body. And men always run from bodies. Do I have men in the house? I know they won't answer me today. <laughs> Glory to Jesus. They always run from where? From body. Glory to God. Always. Nobody wants to be associated with a body. Maybe you've been living a life that has made you a burden, made you a concern. You even call some numbers now, they don't answer you. Why? Because you have wearied life out of them. You are not like a pest, sucking blood from them. <laughs> Glory to God. Every month hand you call, my house rent, sir. My house rent. Glory to Jesus. You are not redeemed to be a burden. After today, you won't need to depend on any mortal man to survive. You won't need to call anybody to feed. In the name of Jesus. I am a blessing. I'm not a burden. I'm a blessing. I'm a blessing. I'm a blessing. I'm not a burden. Somebody's story is about to change. You know, a brother went to propose to his sister. No job, no house, nothing, nothing. He thought it's by faith. You know, some brothers, they think everything is faith. Claim her by faith. I claim her by faith. Go and get a job first. Get something doing. Glory to God. She went to the lady. He went to the lady and knelt down. Not because he was humble. <laughs> it's poverty. You know, poverty can make you humble. Are you aware of that? <laughs> Say with me, I reject poverty. Poverty can make you humble. Have you seen a poor man? They can greet you ten times. Ten times. Good morning, sir. Good morning, sir. Good morning. Not because they honor you or they respect you. It's their situation. He went and he knelt down. Brought one, one made in, made in where now? If it was in my place, I would have said made in Abba. But there's no Abba here. Made in where? China. <laughs> Glory to God. Brought one made in China ring. And gave to the sister. And the sister knelt down. And said, Mene, mene, take care of her sin. My father, my father, why have you forsaken me? <laughs> Glory to God. That is to say, the brother's proposal was a sign that God has forsaken her. 
Somebody's story will change in this service. And then the brother went home crying. Locked himself in the room where he's squatting with somebody. And cried to God. Lord, change my story. There is somebody's story that will change today. Lord, change my story. Change my story. He prayed that prayer for some few periods of time, for some weeks. Prayed some prayers for some months. After two months, he got a call. I used to say, so person, he said, yes, sir. Please come, we want to have a meeting with you. And then he went, thinking maybe he has committed one offense. <laughs> or maybe the poverty has announced him. Now they are looking for him. You know, there's a way poverty can introduce you into a problem. <laughs> Glory to God. So he went there. And they said, you're so and so person. He said, yes. Say, somebody recommended you. Divine recommendation is coming for somebody. I said, Divine recommendation is coming for somebody. Somebody spoke about you and we like you. Can you do so? So, 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 so? He said, Yes, sir. Anything I can do. In short, I can even do more than what you think I can do. <laughs> Glory to God. And then they offered him a job, gave him an official car. Gave him an official apartment and attached a cook and a driver to him. The brother's level changed automatically. Just like somebody's level is about to change. And guess what? Few months later, as this brother was cruising in his car, he saw that, you know, you remember Mene Mene Teke Ofasi? He saw Mene Mene Teke Ofasi. You know what she did? She came. And say, brother Joseph, do you know you are not a man? I only told you no once. You didn't come back. <laughs> Glory to Jesus. Rise to your feet. 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 Somebody's story is changing in this service. I said, Somebody's story is changing. Whatever has put you under any marital spell, hiding under the grace at work in the life of my father, Bishop David Oyedipo, that spell is broken. I said, That spell is broken. In the name of Jesus. The devil has no right to keep you under any marital spell. They say they don't get married in your family. is a lie. It's a lie. It's a lie. I was praying for a lady. That was last week. I think either two days before I came here. I was praying for her. And she said something. She said, I told her. I told her she was talking. I told her. I said, shh, keep quiet. I don't discuss with demons. I told her, I told her not to come to you. I told her not to come to you. 56 years, 56 years, 56 years. And I said, what is 56 years? She said she was meant to suffer for 56 years. Meant to suffer for 56 years. Every familiar spirit, every marital spell, hanging on your life, hanging on your family, hanging on your lineage, they catch fire in the name of Jesus. I hear God say to someone, somebody's wedding is this year. 
somebody's wedding is this year. Before October 7th, you will be maritally settled. Before October 7, 2018, you will be maritally settled in the name of Jesus. Thank you, faithful Father. Quickly, there are people who need to reconcile with God. There are people who need to make it right. The devil can only get you or take advantage of you when you are in his kingdom. When you belong to him, you are not of God. The devil can exercise authority over you. But somebody wants to be free this morning. Somebody wants to say, Jesus, I have struggled enough. I am tired of this kind of life. I need you. I need your help. I need your help. Just like that brother cried, Lord, change my story. He cried with all his heart. Somebody needs to cry that kind of cry. You are here this morning. You are not born again. You are not saved. You've not given your life to Jesus. You don't even have a relationship with him. Or perhaps you once gave your life to him and you took it back. Now you are in this service, you want to say, Lord, I want to surrender it all back to you. Wherever you are, place your right hand on your chest and lift your left hand above your head. You want to identify with Jesus. You want to make him the Lord of your life. You want him to put an end to every struggles in your life and break every marital spirit tormenting your life and your family. Place your right hand on your chest wherever you are. Lift your left hand above your head. God bless you. Say these few words after me. Say, Lord Jesus. No doubt you have been empowered for all-round victory, exploit, and unquestionable dominion over all life challenges. The end has come to all struggles in Jesus' name. Please share your testimonies with us by calling us on 031-301-6266 or 074-575-9240. You can equally send us an email to wmadaben at yahoo.com. Best of all, come hear the man of God live as you worship with us at 139 Beria Road, Beria in Durban. Our services hold on Sundays at 8 a.m. and 10 a.m. for English and Zulu interpreted services and on Wednesdays at 5.30 p.m. God bless you.